Now on Giddy Up, it's time for Stable Mail. It's a big couple of weeks coming up for Michael Kent Jr. He could win a Group 1 this Saturday, along with Mick Price, and then I think he's getting married in just over a week's time. Hello to you, Michael. Morning, Gareth. How are you? It's a busy time, mate. Yeah, very busy time. Uh, we've got Melbourne Premier Yelling yes. Sale, so we're... When you're playing at home at the sales, it's not like the Gold Coast where you can walk along the beach before you go out. And you've <laughs> got to do the, do the track work first, drive an hour and a half out to Oakland and drive two hours home. So it's um, it's busy, big day Saturday, and then, if, you know, of course, getting married Sunday week. So, um, yeah, lots to do. Would Victoria be your most active sale? Um, I, I, look, we, we, we always try and buy, you know, 10 to 15 horses here. Um we have already bought 40, so we've got plenty plenty already. And we like buying at Magic Millions and Classic and New Zealand, but we do target this sale to try and buy the, the Vobus Gold yeah. horses. Um, there are a lot of races for Vobus horses only, including the, the showdown worth a million dollars. So, um, look, there's plenty of nice horses there. All the big studs have drafts. So, yeah, you got to do a lot of work. Um, a lot of average horses, but if you do the work, as as Mick and I have been been looking for seven days now, um, yeah, there'll be plenty of nice diamonds in the rough there. And probably it's probably at the worst place in in, in Melbourne at Oakland's for Cranbourne trainers. Uh, horrible, yeah. horrible yeah. for us. You're going with the traffic, <laughs> and then with the traffic coming home, so it's no. You might need a helicopter. Surely you can afford <laughs> that one. <laughs> I've become Mick D. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Um, Flemington will start with a Group 1, the Australian Guineas over the 1,600 metres. Snow Patrol, he was impressive there the other day. Um, I think he's at a big big each-way price here, um, Snow Patrol. He's second up. Um, how's he trained on since causing a little bit of an upset at Caulfield first up? Yeah, you're right. I think it was a bonus win. Uh, we left plenty of improvement to come. For one of ours, he was uh, probably an 85% fit first up and just class got him there late. He's had a perfect three weeks, Gareth. Mm. Nice uh, time between runs. He's had several grass gallops. He looks fantastic. Just whether or not he's, um, you know, good enough on the day, second up at the mile. Uh, I suppose the favourite as well. But, you know, Riff Rocket and King Colana, they're already Group 1 winners. They're big, strong, tough horses. So, uh, delighted with the barrier draw. Uh, Blake Shin has always loved this horse. He was... Yeah at Caraca with his family and, and saw us buy him and he's asked me about him every single day. Yeah. So he was a natural choice uh, to put on when Mark chose King Colorado. Um, I think we midfield with cover relaxed and I think you're right. He's a very good each way chance with improvement to go three weeks up to Sydney for the Rose Hill Guineas. So he's a son of contributor. You would imagine he will be looking forward to the 1600 as well. I should love it. Yeah. Big track, 16. Uh, Barry Seven's beautiful, uh, delighted with that draw. So everything's uh, sort of falling into place nicely for him. And he shares in any of the horses that you bought out of Caraca because you got another, I don't think you purchased. Would you buy this horse as a yearling or a tried horse, Otago, from the trials? No, he, oh, Otago's from the trials. Yeah, yeah. Otago, he, he was, yeah. Uh, he, yeah, so Snow Patrol was from the Breeze Up sale for yep. 170. Otago was, was a trial winner. And, um, look, he's a nice horse. He's going to make a very nice group class horse in the future, uh, particularly over further. But the trick with him here and our concern is that it's all first preparation. Yeah. We don't know there's enough improvement in him from, you know, I know he's only been 1.6, but 
surely Riff Rocker has more improvement to come and um, they sat behind him and got past him. Again, doing a lovely gait. Uh, he'll love the mile. Um, yeah, he, his horse is in good form. Just, you know, it might all be too soon for him. So Snow Patrol was purchased at the ready-to-run sale. I think they, those sales might be the future going forward. A quick turnaround, then all of a sudden you're in a group one. The, the ready-to-run sale, just to explain that to our listeners, is... If only it was that easy. Yeah, it's a breeze-up sale. So these horses are two-year-old, um, and you can buy them at a sale like in New Zealand. And then, um, yeah, hopefully you can find a Snow Patrol. Yeah, well, they're called ready-to-runs, but yep. they're not really that. Um, no. You know, they normally take you know, nine or 12 months at least to get to the races, but at least you can see them under saddle, gallop, have a look at their action. And uh, when you vet them, um, well, they've already had nine months training. So if they're sound and clean at the vet at that stage, well, it's a good sign for the future ahead. Um, but he was the one horse that we had to have out of that sale. You know, it was just one yeah. of those ones where I, I called all my, you know, a lot of friends and put them in because I'm like, this is my favorite horse. And it's worked out. It doesn't always work that way, but um, yeah, he, he's a lovely horse. Talking about um, sales companies putting on really good races, this is what the English Sprint is. It's a, a million-dollar race over 1,200 metres down the straight, and you've got a host of chances here. Rykoki, first of all, he's unbeaten. He has to take on a horse like Cabalas. He's a son of Ritten Tycoon, but he's been impressive so far. He has, yeah. No, he's, he's a late maturer, big, big strapping son of Ritten Tycoon. Um, you won't miss him in the mounting yard. He... We, we just, uh, he just pulled up so well um, that for a million dollars, why wouldn't you have a go? Uh, just concern there is, it's hard to know how this will play. We're, we're thinking they might split into two divisions, such a big field, but drawn down the inside, would have preferred to be in the middle, but um, it'll be what it'll be. Uh, hard to predict where they might come and where the best part of the track might be. But uh, the thing is, he's just in great order. Really, really happy with him. And he has the quality, clearly, to be very competitive in this race. So does Ouroboros. Now, I've had debates, or people have told me, Gareth, that's not how you pronounce it. It's our Oberus. Matty Hill calls it Ouroboros. So um, I'd imagine Matty would be right. He's usually right, 99.9% of the time. Is that how you pronounce it, Ouroboros? Uh, I, I call it Ruberos, but I, I was talking, <laughs> to only, talking to only yesterday, Jason Standing, and he, he said Ouroboros. Um, oh, there you go. Very, Greek mythical creature, but he may be wrong too. I'd, I'd go with Matt Hill. Yes, <laughs> so Ouroboros, he's drawn the other side of the track, which could be the advantage. Well, that's right. We've got four runners and we've got the whole straight covered, so we'll be in the right lane somewhere. Um, yeah, he, he's great. So, look, we Craig's opinion that this horse, when he gets in behind horses, he clocks off. He's a colt, he's an entire, and when he's in front, he seems to give his all. He was very good first up when... We left a bit of improvement to come. He mm. carried a big weight against the older horses. Uh, so now he's back against three-year-olds with the run under his belt. And um, he's run, oh, he's placed twice down the straight before. So he goes well. And, um, yeah, look, he, he's uh, he's some kind of chance. And then you've got another progressive galloper in Robrick that did the job nicely first up at Sandown. This is a lot tougher, of course. And Frawley was impressive on debut, but then went for a break. What can you tell us there? Robrick is better at 1,400. We've kept him fresh, but he's a classy horse. He'll be strong late, drawn well. And Foley is a very nice, promising colt. Uh, he, he is not the worst chance at $51. Okay. He, he's, um, he's a stakes horse coming, and 
Yeah, it would not surprise to see him run well. He he's you know lacking seasoning, but he's a smart colt. What what, what um, he just went out for a break. He did everything right in his first prep, but, but you only gave him the one start. Was there a reason there? Yeah, we'll just reset him for yep. the autumn carnival, and uh, he trialed the house down, and then he got a virus to go out for a little um, a little freshen. He's come back in, and actually thrived. He's he's galloping and training extremely well, and his trial was good and. Um, he gives all of our rides a very good feel, like he's um, in the mix with our four anyway. Aramco's had a really good preparation. Um, can he win again on Saturday? Yep, he can win. He just got annoyed a bit up on the pace. And El Fodiado, yeah, who's a good horse, got him late. So I think um, in this race, which seems to lack a bit of pressure, he looks the obvious leader and, and definitely can win again. All right, then. So he should get away with some nice sectionals up front. Down low in race five. Download, twice stakes place, one a maiden. Um, this is a pretty competitive handicap for Phillies. Mm. Uh, she's going really well. Um, probably better a bit further. Place chance. All right, then elative as well. Illative. Illative, is I should say. Elative's little sister. And uh, if you want to watch the tragedy beaten, that was her last start. So we took the view that had she have won, we would have come here anyway. Yes. Uh, we've always thought she had stakes potential. Um, yeah, strong race, but she's she's going great, and um, yeah, she's an each way chance. She's always had a big boom on her, hadn't she? Like she had a host of trials before her debut effort at Flemington, and she she wasn't right on that day, and then she went for a break. But um, how is she sound like sound wise? Is she she matured into a nice horse now? Uh, she's always been a very very stylish galloper. Yeah. Could win trials by five lengths, no problem. At her first start, she had a virus, gave her a spell. She's got, um, yeah, she's not, she is sound. She is sound. She's um, just taken a bit, a bit of management. Um, but had a really good prep. And this prep, you'll notice in our trials, we just sat her off and let her work home. She got beat five and nine lengths, I think. But that was the idea, to sort of teach her to settle and find the line. And um, I think the draw is good. She can just hopefully be out of trouble from barrier eight down the straight. And she's got a great stride on her. And, um, yeah, no surprise to her run really well. So your best on Saturday? Uh, best, uh, tough one. I think Snow Patrol each way, um, it should go really well. I think they've all got to beat, uh, in terms of our, our horses in the big one, uh, the sprints, Raikoki's obviously got the best form, but yep. uh, Frawley yep. might be a, a place or first four hope for you. Uh, Aramco is a winning winning chance in Illative each way. Beautiful. And then at Packenham tonight, you were sensational for us last time we had a chat to you on a Thursday. You got two chances there. Voracious and our turn now. Yeah, that was freight train. And yes. um, in the same colours is Voracious, uh, Bray Sikorsky's colours. Uh, in a mile maiden, he's much shorter. But um, at his second, he got beat by Kabbalah, who ran very well in the group too. So form looks strong. He's going well and he can win. Um, did, did there's a few text messages coming through. Did Ben Mellon jump off Rykoki? Well, you see, we, we book our riders, you know, all riders get booked yep. 10 to 14 days out. So um, we had no idea we were going to win these that live and back up. So yep. Mellon was booked to um, Roderick, but um, we got nothing, you know, uh, Jordan Charles is very good, rates his horses well and, and rates them well from the front particularly. So, Yeah. All right, mate. Hopefully you can afford a helicopter after Saturday so you can get to those sales a little quicker from Cranbourne. Surely you could all throw in Kieran Ma. Who else could you take there from Cranbourne? Trent Busterton. You could pick up moods Busto, on the way. Uh, Bondi Beggy. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
there's a few there. We get moods from packing them on the way. In fact, yep. that's an idea, Gary. That's a. I might. I might see if I can sort <laughs> out something there. A helicopter for the Cranbourne Packingham um, trainers and. No, it's okay. We're we're modest. We're modest trainers down here. We're happy to drive and uh, do it tough. <laughs> Mick could be on his motorbike, someone who's whizzing through King's Way. Yeah, know. he should probably. Yeah. He probably should. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that, Michael. Thank you, Gary. And so is our next guest. She's a superstar, Annabelle Neesham. Good morning, Annabelle. Thanks for your time. Hey, Gareth, how are you? I am very well. We'll have a chat about the group once around. And uh, I tell you what, what a training performance to do what you're able to do with learning to fly first up. Probably the barrier defeated her, even though that Chad Schofield gave her an absolute peach that day. But um, how she trained on since after that long layoff and then being first up and performing like that? Yeah, obviously it was a, a really good performance. And as you said, a good ride. Probably as good a losing ride as yeah. you'll ever see. Um, but she seems to have come through it really well. I think her work's improved. And um, looks only two weeks between runs off a long layoff. That's probably the only uh, the only query. But I, I can't falter at home. She looks great. She's bright and well. And um, I think the barrier looks perfect as well. So what about getting to 1,400 metres with her as well? I, I can't see it being an issue. She yeah. hasn't been out to it yet. But she's always been pretty strong at the end of her races. Um Look, we'll find out, I suppose, on Saturday, but um, certainly never, um, I've never thought it'll be a worry anyway. No, and I feel it by justify. Um, she looks like she's bred to, to, to enjoy a trip like that. So, yeah, can't wait to see what she can do. And Chris Dilly looks like that she's worked out her manners a little bit. Is that is that fair to say that she's improving? Yeah, she was much better. You know, first up, um, she, was, she was good. And then, you know, the other day she ended up sitting three wide outside the leader and I was a bit worried where she was because she had no cover but mm. she actually was pretty relaxed there um never ideal um yeah punching the breeze three wide in a in a hot race like that but I thought she stuck on really well obviously got a bit more black type and uh the draw's probably not ideal again um particularly with some of the better fillies um drawn inside of her but she's going really well um Zach's had a couple of gallops on her in between as well she's the sort of horse it's important to know her I think or it mm -hmm. certainly helps because she's she's not easy but um always with her as long as you can get the first half right um you know she's going to be finishing off strongly and I think the 14 shouldn't be a, an issue for her either I know she probably looked um the other day like you know they, they came past her she held on for third but I think if she can get a more economical run we saw how strong she was late in the Percy Sykes as a two-year-old over, over the 1,200. So I think if she can get a, a cushy run, um, I can't see 14 being an issue for her yeah. either. Do you reckon she's up to a, like a, a race like this? Because I can't get that Percy Sykes victory out of my mind when she went past Tids Invincible like she was standing still basically that day. Yeah, uh, she's very talented. Um, she was green even the day she won that. She was green. Yeah. I nearly didn't run her. It was only because she was very green on debut um, on the Kenzo. Um, but I'm glad we did roll the dice because we ended up winning a million-dollar group two with her um, with the magic man in the saddle. But she just, yeah, for whatever it last prep, she just didn't come up at all. She's, her whole, her brain went to mush. Um, mm. But we've, we just tipped her out and started again. And um, look, she's still not easy, but she's improving all the time. I think she's going to, she's probably the sort of horse that's going to be even better again at four. But she's, as you said, she beat his Invincible that day. She ran home in very similar sectionals to, Lady Laguna first up this prep and 
Um, you know, I think not many horses sitting three wide facing the breeze in a in a race like the other day would still hold on for third. So there was plenty of merit for the run. The sweet embrace you'll settle up. Castagna, who was a winner last start, and before that she was placed behind Switzerland, who's the second favourite for the Golden Slipper. Um, how is she trained on this uh, this daughter of capitalist? Really well. I was gutted to see the draw. Yes. She's drawn the outside gate, and I wanted to see here whether she could settle a bit closer over twelve hundred, because um, she's going to be better the further we go, the better she's going to get. But um, look, she's the, I feel she's the class filly, probably alongside the, the Friedman's filly in the in the race. Um, she's just going to need a little bit of luck. Um, she's probably going to need the tempo to be on um, from that draw. You do a wonderful job with these European gallopers, and Redstone Wells one of those, and was a good win the other day. In fact, he's had a really good preparation. Um, can he win again, stepping up to the 2,000 metres with J-Mac aboard? Yeah, I think he can. Obviously, um, you know, he's got more weight this time, but um, he's going well, and I think the 2,000 is only going to be you know, better suited. I think when... When Highclere bought him, they probably wouldn't mm. have thought he'd be winning over a mile. So that's been a bit of a bonus. Um, and he's only going to be better, you know, as he stretches out in trip. Do we see he claim the, the crown in Melbourne or Sydney on Saturday? He will be in Melbourne. I'm standing at Packingham staring at him as yes. we speak. So I need to scratch him out of Sydney. Okay. Um, he won't go there. He'll run here. Um, and he's going really well. His first up run was terrific. Um, the other day he drew wide and we had to go back and he was... He didn't have a, the easiest of runs, um, but he's, I think, going a lot better than his form suggests. Should we put um, Hell, Hate, No Fury in our qualities at a price in Sydney in race nine? It's a, it's a, the guy world stakes a beauty, and this horse has been racing good form, but this is tougher. Yeah, this is a bit of a, um, I suppose, a throw at the stump mm-hmm. to try and get a bit of black tight. Um, she wasn't in the original noms. There, there weren't many noms, and they extended them. So um, we put, put her in, and... Uh, look, she's drawn well. She's going well. She's a, a mare in form. This is a big step up. Um, but I think there's only nine runners, so um, I see no reason why she, you know, she can't um, go close. Um, tough order to win, but if she could run second or third, you'd be delighted. In Melbourne, how talented is Skycap that was placed on debut at Newcastle in that two-year-old race down the straight, the fourth? Yeah, he's a really nice um, colt, very solid um, strong looking horse he's, he's been down here for a week or so just getting accustomed to going uh, left handed he worked with Sweet Ride on Tuesday and was really good so we haven't fully decided which way to go I think Friday night naturally looks easier not being a stakes race um, but we'll yeah, we'll figure out which way we go but I think wherever we line him up will be where we think he can win I think he dropped back Astra Stonis back in trip here, here on Saturday at uh, Flemington um, Jai McNeil writes yeah, he's frustrated me, this horse, because he's sort of showed, shown so much promise. And I I think I messed up running him back too soon after a really tough run earlier this prep. I ran him two weeks later, and he just ran a bit flat. Um, so I think that was trainer error. Um, but he he's had a freshen up. He's been down at the beach with, with Dave Noonan at Balnaring having a bit of a change of scenery. And uh, we've dropped him back to the mile, um, and we've put a little bit of headgear on him. So... He's drawn awkwardly as well, but every time we've ridden him closer, he's failed. So I think the draw won't matter because I think it, you know he's will obviously be relying on a bit of tempo up front. But he does seem to be better ridden, um, a bit cold. And you got three strong chances in Brisbane African Daisies, the favourite in the fifth, Mister Jono, and three gongs. Would you have a stand out there? 
Oh, African Daisy's been frustrating. She's yes. talented. Um, but hasn't struggled to get her to win, but I've put headgear on her for the first time. So that may just um, bring out the improvement we need. Mr. Jono, he's a new horse to us, so we're still learning about him, but he's he's trialled up nicely. And um, three gongs, he's, he's a nice progressive sort of horse. But I'd say of the three, probably African Daisy's the best chance. You're, you're best on Saturday, Annabelle? Uh, learning to fly. All right, then. I'm um, talking about flying. Um, Sunshine in Paris. She trialled tomorrow. Is she going first up into the galaxy? I think so. We're keeping an open mind, but um, the plan at this stage will, will likely to be um, the galaxy. So she'll have a quiet trial tomorrow. Uh, yeah, tomorrow, Friday, um, and then we'll give her a stronger trial um, sort of ten days later. And all being well, I think we'd be keen to kick her off in the galaxy. Beautiful. I'm organising. I've got a small business going at the moment, talking to Michael Kent Jr. A few of the trainers on your side of town now when you're in Melbourne at Packenham and Cranbourne, a helicopter to get to Oakland's Junction for the sale so you can go to... I reckon that would See, be who's got the helicopter on? I, yeah, I reckon. Well, I'm, I'm just working out. I think we can get a bit of a deal if you can get three or four of the, the trainers in there and away we go. <laughs> I'm sure Moods will pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can smoke in a helicopter, but <laughs> we, we wish you the best of luck, Annabelle. Thanks for your time. And, um, yep, good luck at the sales as well. Thanks very much. This is Giddy Unstable Mail. Um, uh, let's catch up with one of our favourites. The man's unstoppable at the moment. B Baker. Bjorn Baker joins us. Good morning to you, mate. Morning, Gareth. Um, you enjoying Melbourne? On this Friday, you were here for the sales, I would imagine, and then Flemington on Saturday. You're still in Sydney at Warwick Farm doing all of the hard work. Still uh, Sydney doing all the hard work. So I'm coming down Saturday morning, looking forward to the races, and then I have a couple of days at the sales and head back Monday night. Who needs to go to the sales when you just go online and purchase Cabela's for 300 well, exactly. They've found them, Derby. They've done a, an yes. amazing job. They just keep finding them, and... Uh, no, really looking forward to him on Saturday. I think uh, it's a tough race, big mm. field, um, so it's hard to get carried away, but his last one was very good. He's a, a lovely-looking horse. He's hard to fault, and his work's been good since. Getting to, to Flemington down the straight, are um, you looking forward to seeing what he can do there? Yeah, it's always a little bit of a question mark, but I think it's hard to know if he's got a good gait or a bad gait. I don't mm. think it makes too much difference, but he's probably the right side of the field. And, and Josh Parr's got a really good record down the straight. We won this race a couple of years ago with overpass. Um, and, uh, yeah, definitely a tougher race this year. Yeah, and um, he, he just looks like that. He just looks like that this is just a lovely race for him. Obviously, horses that are eligible are English horses. So, um, a son of I'm invincible. Um, he ticks a few boxes come Saturday. Is he improve, dare I ask, after his last start effort defeating a high high class quality field there at Ramwick? Yeah, it's uh you always hope he has. He's he's a lovely looking horse. He's hard to fold, of course, he's a million dollar yearling and um I, I hope he's improved. If he has, I think he'll be awfully hard to beat. Uh the form from his last race has worked out very well too, so uh, no, he's, a, he's definitely an exciting, exciting horse, and I think um, whatever happens Saturday, he's still got a big future. I tell you what, Gary Portelli definitely wouldn't be selling you one of his pigeons because um, every time you get a tried horse, um, you, you're getting the job done. 
Yeah, I've had a had a good luck. Uh, all good luck with tried horses probably since I came over. How do you go um, about when you see the trainer that you took it off? You're like do they they do you buy do you buy them a beer or? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it depends. It depends, but it's. Oh, it's sort of the, it's the way of the world now. I yeah. know in, a, in America they've always sort of had the claiming races, and we're probably going a little bit more with these online sales. And horses are, are changing hands a lot more than they used to, and probably quickly. Also, I think uh, in this day and age, owners they invest a lot of money; they want results, so they're probably relatively quick to sort of change horses or the trainers and, and try and change things. So. Uh, that's the way of the world. You've got to be flexible, adaptable, and um, uh, you know it's it's the game. At the end mm. of the day, it's business. It's about winning races, and and we've got to do the best we can. And and uh, whether that's get it, picking up a horse, you may have some soundness issues. You may think you can place it better elsewhere, or even riding tactics. So there's a few sort of things you can try and change. And um, hopefully, we don't have to change too much with Cabalas on Saturday. But with a horse like Cabalas, too. He's, He's obviously, uh, Chris is, is one of, if not the best trainer in Australia, well, definitely, uh, if not the world. So you're always a bit nervous getting a horse off him, but with that also becomes a, uh, a horse that's been very well looked after, has been very well educated, and really it's been extremely straightforward having that horse in the stable. A rapper looks tough. Um, this is a tough race in the very elegant stakes for him in the early part of his campaign, but have you been happy with the way that he's come back? He was first up the other day um, over the 1,400 metres, so he behind Fangirl. He steps up to the 1,600. Um, your thoughts there? Yeah, I, I thought his run was really good first up, but definitely he's going to be better once he gets up over 2,000 and probably 2,400 to try and defend his Tancred crown, but he's drawn a bit awkwardly, so he's probably going to get back, and realistically he's probably no chance, but I've got a funny feeling he's actually going pretty well, and at the big odds, maybe is a, a place chance. I like that. And what about Steffi Magnetica? Can she win a Group 1 in the surround stakes? Yeah, she's had no lucky last three. She looks fantastic. Her work on Tuesday was good and a uh, big jump up. But she's probably got a soft gait to have a, a very economical run. And um, if she can get the brakes when she need it, needs it, she's definitely not out of it. So... She goes in more than just a runner's chance, that's for sure. So I think whatever happens, she's a really nice filly going forward. So definitely watch her, um, you know, next season. I think she's she's got a big future. May come a little bit early on Saturday, but she's not out of it. Your best on Saturday? Cabalas. Uh, yes. And then anything out wide for us at Kemmler Grange today? Oh, Benita Queen, she's short. Yes. Uh, I think Speltic can actually run a cheeky race in the last at eight bucks. I think he's, a, okay. he's half a hope. All right, mate. Well, you enjoy Melbourne. Looking forward to seeing you here. And, um, yep, we'll catch you at the sales as well. Brilliant. Thanks, Gareth. Just getting up on a Thursday morning time to catch up with Sam Friedman because the Freemans have got some nice chances across the weekend. Good morning, Sam. Thanks for that. Thanks for joining morning, us, Gareth. mate. Um, I'm excited to see Peace Treaty back at the race. She was high quality before she went for a break. Can she win first up down the straight there on Saturday? Yeah, she definitely can. She, um, you know, we tossed and turned whether to run her in the in the rich English race. Um, had Damien Lane booked to ride. Uh, ultimately, went the more conservative route with her. She's still building a profile and you know, it ended up a pretty strong race that English sprint. So mm. we've um, we've pivoted and she's in a really suitable race there on Saturday. So that's a good push then. So um, 
she was going to go around in that English sprint. She's going to be awfully hard to beat and against her own sex there on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, she should. She's, you know, she's fitting well. She had a really nice trial at Dunaring. Um, and Damien's, you know, not riding her there on Saturday. You couldn't, um, couldn't get a release for it. But, uh, yeah, she's, she's going really well. She should run well. Talking about the English sprint, can the sonic boom cause an upset? Yeah, well, look, she's, you know, she's an outsider. Um, also, a trial, probably the best trial that she's had for her preparation leading in. And her work on Tuesday was excellent. So well, I think she'll run a cheeky race. Um, I'm not sure if she's probably good enough to, to match it with a couple of favourites, but um, I wouldn't shock if she ran a cheeky race and got into got into third or fourth. So if you're taking a first four or a, or a wide quaddy, I'd, I'd throw her in. Would you take a dollar ninety for inject tomorrow night at the Valley? Uh, no. Right. I, uh, he's, he could quite easily go and put them away. Yeah. Um, and we've done a fair bit of work with him just in the barriers and, um, you know, he, he's fit. And I think if he, you know, if he bounces well, he'll be rolling along and I, I, he's got good talent, but, um, if you're asking me from a from a wagering perspective, I'd be I'd be um, watching it. Can you can the son of Perincanto, my name is, win again? He goes around in the second at the Valley. Yeah, he certainly can, and he's drawn well. He's a pretty straightforward horse, building a nice profile. Um, he could potentially end up having a future in in Hong Kong, um, okay. Hong Kong owned. So if he, if he were to win tomorrow night, yeah, he's going well. So that nice race for him, and um, yeah, he'll run well. And Andalit, your Russian Revolution um, gelding keeps on winning as well. Can he do it again? Yeah, well, look, I mean, it's funny, sort of just trying to play to the strengths of these horses this time of year at Mooney Valley, and he's drawn a nice gate again. Um, so no reason, yeah, no reason why he can't. Um, you know, I think you know, he's, he's an ultra-consistent horse and yeah, seems to be building a nice profile. Your best for the weekend, mate? Um, yeah, I'd probably say... Yeah, I'd probably say my name is, yeah, from, from gate one. Yeah, it'd be hard to beat. Enjoy your weekend. We appreciate your time. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Let's reach out to our great mate, Calvin McAvoy. Hello to you, Calvin. Good morning, guys. How's the big fella, V8? Can he win an Australian Guineas? Yes, he can. Um, 1,600 metres, um, low gate. Um, the 1,600 metres, your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty comfortable, to be honest. Like, um you know, he was, he was, he ran second in a Caulfield Guinea, mm-hmm. although he couldn't get past the leader, nothing got past him. And, uh, I thought the first two, um, him and the winner both ran, you know, peaks that day to that stage. And I think, um, the way the race we've come through in that high pressure, um, brutal 1400 meter race yep. to be beaten 1.3 lengths by Mr. Brightside, just taking a, a line through that form that that's, I really do think that's going to be good enough. And, um, we've trained him for the mile and he's really, uh, enjoyed the training. It was a brutal contest, that race that he come, comes out of there behind Mr. Brightside. And as he, as he, I think sometimes they can go either one way or the other. Sounds like he's thrived since that effort at Caulfield. No, oh, he certainly has. Yeah. He really, um, he ate up that night. He was, uh, fresh the next morning and, um, couldn't have been happy with how he came through it. Uh, you know, he had to. He actually had to do all the work for Mr. Brightside yeah. that day and, and, you know, not making any excuses. Mr. Brightside's a champion, but he sort of took him into the race and to only be beaten 1.3, I thought was a, a really gallant effort. 
And, um, you know, I, I think he's improved again since that. I don't think the horse has ever looked as good. And I don't think he's ever been feeling as good. And Belle Placier, she's first up in that 10th race. How's she come back? We know her quality. Yeah, she's come back really well. She looks great. Work's been good. Um, she's sort of well-placed there. She's got the three kilos coming off from Ryan Houston. And um, I think she'll run a nice race and be improved out of it. Beautiful. You've got runners at the Valley um, and also at Ararat. What's your best for the weekend? Um, oh, I think uh, I think Kentucky Nick at Ararat should be winning today, but he's short. He's a short price favourite in race two, and mm. uh, I'm pretty confident that uh, V8's as good as he can be. So if he's good enough, he'll be hard to beat. Go and get it, mate. We appreciate your time as always. Good on you, guys. There's Calvin McAvoy there.